0: welcome to this week's album a book club but with music every wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on twitch and youtube we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week enjoy our discussion on this week's album
1: if you're listening on spotify you can listen to our spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss Gentlemen, welcome to this week's album. It's essentially a book club, but with an album. This week we have Beethoven's Last Night by Trans Siberian Orchestra, and I'm here with the beautiful Jacob. Jake.
0: Hey buddy. How you doing?
1: Still alive and kicking.
0: I threw you for a fucking curveball this week, didn't I?
1: You really, really did. <laughs>
0: So I'm going to ask you the Greg question. Did you listen to the album?
1: I did, and I listened to it fully. Wow. Yes. And I was saying to you post-show, I'll, I'll roll on. A positive I had for the album was I loved how, like, the songs were so, like, different in length. Like, you had a four-and-a-half-minute song. You had, like, a 40-second song. You had, like, a minute-and-a-half song. There was, like you- – Like constantly when I thought like right let me hear a little bit more of that a little bit less of that would change it it would change it up constantly yeah and that was interesting I've never heard an album change it up like that
0: (laughs) yeah and I mean not just in the way of there is no subtle change in this album if something's changing it's changing and it's it's changing really hard (laughs) like uh, and, and and a lot of that is them trying to invoke the the suddenness of emotional change that's happening in the story being told in this. Because this isn't a traditional album. This is a rock opera. So it's got a very heavy storyline that has a very traditional book-style arc to it. What would you think of the story?
1: All right. So, yeah, I'm going to let you just go off on one. I'll just give my initial thoughts, right? I had no idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like... I I thought the music like instrument wise, I thought that was brilliant. Then like I like I loved that. Then when I went into kind of rock style, I was obviously you know me. I was like right, I'm not really a fan of that. But I was like letting that happen. Then the lyrics, I thought was like it sounded like a musical, like we're just hearing Mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast and stuff. And I was like right, this is like really weird. Then like the lyrics came into it. The lyrics were really good, but it felt like to me they were trying to do. It's like you were trying to like perfect everything. Where like your man, like I thought your man's voice. He was like, not like acting. Like he was trying to like really, really like show his vocal skills. Where they really showed their penis, They really showed a musical. They really showed like so much. I thought like they were trying to just. What did he say? Like simple as bare. I think it was too like the It was over the top for me. Where there was times I was like, right, I don't know what's happening here. Like,
0: yeah, no, you. But but here's the thing. This is. More or less a musical And we had talked pre-show about this And I'll touch on it now for the viewers I, I had said, if you like the music This is going to be one of the albums Maybe the first album, might be the only album I really push for you to listen to a second time With a second variation of the album So, this is performed live a lot And I'll give you guys a little background on the album Trans-Siberian Orchestra is traditionally known as a Christmas album Christmas group. I mean, you've all heard their songs. Piggy, you've heard it. You just don't know it. It's And now that you've heard this album, you might recognize some of the Christmas songs when they come on. Very rocky with their own classical blended in. Beethoven's Last Night was their first non-Christmas album. They wrote it over the period of 97 to 98 and then recorded it in 99 and released it in 2000. So it's a little older. But it is actually... Something that got re-released in 2003. God, I want to get the date right. I think it's 2013. It really it doesn't matter, but um Walmart of all places released a two-disc exclusive. And between the songs are the stage performance lines. So there's the reading of the actual story, the actual like musical that's going on. Like if you went to the live show, there's actual actors performing out things. And then the songs come into play. Does that I'd make say sense? That would,
1: yeah, I'd say that would make it like, i say that would be much more like because, like, when listen to it, like when I said musicals, like it's I could picture it, like because they've done a great job of like lyrically. I'm like, right, I can picture myself there. I can see him sitting down in the dark room writing shit. And mm-hmm. I'd like, I'd love to kind of. Like, I'm not very good at reading books and stuff. I listen to audio books. I'd love to have that visual in front of me. I think that would yeah. really help the album.
0: I will. Really I will much. find you a link to that. And send you that thing, and then whenever you get a chance in the next couple weeks, give it another listen. It's obviously going to be longer, because now there's actual acting involved in the songs. Um, And then we'll just circle back around for like five minutes, whatever week you listen to it, and I just want to see if your opinion of it changes. So I'll give you a little light bit of what the story is about without... I don't want to spoil too much, but you've listened to the album, you kind of know what happens.
1: yeah, I think I know the story. Right, uh, let me go Just for me a shake bit. and let me yeah, let me see if I'm on the right track. So obviously, yeah. I'm talk- like, What I got from him is him. He meets a woman. He's like I don't know. Like I wouldn't say suicidal, but he's not in a good place. And they're trying to have a kid. And like I think he dies. And then it's kind of horror kind of love letter to him. Was like the last song was my favorite. Spoiler alert! Like kind of like horror letter to him of kind of like how things are going. Is what I got from it. It
0: Could be way. So off. no, you're you're halfway there. So this is all about Beethoven's Last Night Alive.
1: How do we see? I don't know how Beethoven died. You give me like I'm gonna let you, you give me a rundown about obviously the album and stuff and then tell me like. Wait, hang Beethoven on, Piggy, died. Piggy,
0: wait, wait, wait. What's the album called again?
1: Beethoven's Last Night.
0: Oh, God, maybe that's what it's about.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, don't know, like, I don't know how Beethoven died. Did he kill himself? Did he, like, did he walk himself to death?
0: I don't know what happened to the poor man. I mean, let's We really, In real life? Yeah, no, or, in real life, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he just got sick. I think he died of something that they couldn't treat back then. If I remember right Dropsy? But I don't remember what dropsy actually is. This is just shit I vaguely remember from my years in music education. Like Mm. I don't remember exactly, though. I mean, I know he died of an illness. He didn't die of like suicide. He was suicidal near the end of his life because of his deafness, but then he learned to embrace it. And the biggest okay, so and we'll we'll circle back to the thing real quick. A, a, A fun fact about Beethoven here is and that a lot of people don't know is the end of his life was when he wrote a lot of those symphonies. We all know, you know, you know, Beethoven's face. Yeah. I heard it on this album as well. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. A lot of the symphonies that we know were written in the third phase of his life or near the end of the second phase when he was starting to go deaf. He never, he started getting poorer from that point on of his life. He started becoming more and more destitute because um, all of his money back then came from live performances and he was having trouble hearing the higher pitch notes, so it was hard for him to play a lot of his songs.
1: I thought he was deaf always.
0: No, no, no. Oh, he went okay. deaf. He went deaf, if I remember correctly, later in life. He blamed a Viennan singer. I think I swear to God he blamed a Viennan singer for it, but I, I cannot remember off the top of my head. But it, it was basically tinnitus and nerve damage in his ears. Yeah, I yeah. do know that, and he eventually went deaf from it. Um.
1: Fully deaf, couldn't hear a fucking... no, no he could
0: hear he... loud noises and low tones, which okay. is why a lot of his later stuff is very punchy, yeah, very exactly, aggressive, yeah. yeah. Um, but the story's about Beethoven's last night, obviously, and it starts with um, fate showing up and basically telling Beethoven it's his last night, fate is an actual entity here and she has her son twist with her so twist of fate um mephistopheles or the devil but they call him mephistopheles the whole time shows up and he knows that beethoven is writing what may possibly be the last work of his life but also the greatest piece of music ever written and it's in, in real life beethoven's 10th is never completed it was cobbled together by a guy in the 90s but the real song was never completed. Um, So it's kind of been this myth for pianists for a lot of our lives, the Beethoven's 10th, like the mystical thing. Um, So Mephistopheles shows up and basically wants to trade Beethoven's soul for the 10th. Basically he says, I've got control of your soul. You give me the 10th symphony, I'll let you go free. And a bunch of shit and shoes. He goes through a bunch of stuff. He runs into the woman who you who is you know mm. his beloved his elise or, or terese they don't know but he wrote for for Elise for elise uh for this woman and then there's the woman part that you remember the singing where she's kind of like explained to him that she'd love him no matter if he went deaf or not because when he went deaf he isolated himself um and then, you know, they do flashbacks. A lot of this is flashbacks. Him meeting Mozart, him meeting some of his idols, or, there, or it's forward flashes of him seeing what his music does for the world. It's basically, it's a Christmas carol without fucking a Christmas carol. They're trying to let Beethoven see the good and the bad in his life so he can weigh the decision he has to make with his soul, okay?
1: Oh, yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense.
0: And then at the end of it all, he makes a deal where basically the devil is so desperate he's trying to say i'm just going to torture this orphan if you don't give it to me and beethoven's like all right no that's the second to last song he's singing about the kid in the gutter and all that yeah this yeah, isn't yeah. my kid it's because the devil has just said basically i'm going to torture this kid if you don't just give me the symphony so fate writes up a contract uh stating the firstborn son of these parents and all this stuff and he gives them He'll give him the tenth in exchange for a soul, and they both sign, and the devil thrusts the contract or thrusts the tenth symphony over a candle flame and it doesn't burn. And the reason is, and this is a really fun little fact that only like hardcore music historians know, is that Beethoven's not the firstborn son of his father or his mother, even though history remembers him as such he's actually the second born son because his older brother died at birth so the contract was null and void like so the devil got screwed and signed the contract anyway so and then they send him to heaven just, you know just, what's
1: mad you know, like, 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 like listen to you say that and then like obviously I, 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 this is the first time i've clearly listened to the album today What I got from this, right, like, when I'm listening to this from a 2021 perspective, I honestly thought that Beethoven was, uh, he married a woman, and I thought he was struggling with his mental, like, from just his music, I thought he was struggling with his mental health, and, like, the devil was in his head, and he wanted, he wanted, like, I thought he wanted to murder his whole family, Jake. And I'm listening to music in that kind of aspect, I'm like, right. Sure. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense, and you're like, okay, that's the devil, but in my mind, right, the devil is his mental health, and he's suicidal, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to give you my son. I'm not going to kill everyone. I'll kill myself." That's what I took yeah. from that.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, who knows? That could have been how Paul O'Neill no, wrote it. No, clearly it
1: wasn't. What you what you said was what it is. That's just that's just my perspective. But it's it. it's, it's what
0: the, I will go back to the first episode I was in in this podcast with Greg. That right there is why I. Think Fucking love music because it can be whatever the fuck you want Mm. especially this album if you don't listen to this album or go to if you don't listen to this album with the actual like speaking parts in between or you don't go see them live it it, it could be whatever you want i mean it doesn't matter like it's however you interpret it at that point
1: yeah i suppose that sounds sounds, uh it says more about my mental health but you were saying like listen to the lyrics and like the lyrics i got from that it was kind of like that. He was almost going insane from his craft. Like he was working. Like I was like, right, he's like he's working and like he's kind of insane and like he's like right. The only way to get big is like to kill everyone. And then he's like, no, don't do that. And obviously, when you was talking about the devil and stuff I'm like that, right, that makes much more sense. But like literally being, I, I obviously I know Beethoven, but like listen to his this album and listen to like his music. I didn't know like maybe five songs from Beethoven, the classics. Like, but listen to this. I was like, right, this is just so different. Like. It's like a, st- yeah. it's like, it's not like, how do I, how do I explain it here? It's like, it's like, in the, it's like a Disney movie, but it's so like, the lyrics are like so dark like, it's just like a really dark kind of thing. Like when you listen to it, like you can picture this, so you can like, I can picture like everyone's music, how they kind of like, you know, how am I, I'm explaining this terribly, but I can picture like where everyone gets inspiration from, will always kind with of, him. We'll go back to this. Yeah, like the rock music, the rap music, the darkness of music, the pianist, like everything kind of like, right? Like this sounds like it has a bit of
0: everything. The creator of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Paul O'Neill, who worked with bands like Aerosmith and other really great rock groups, called Beethoven in an interview before he died, the world's first great rock musician. And... It's true. Like he was, he was an innovator. I mean, Beethoven had th- three. Beethoven had four phases of his music, but three that are recognized by the public: his early, his mid, and his late. Um, and his mid phase. I mean, he had surpassed quote-unquote surpassed and started he had started innovating from what he learned from his mentors. People like that you would know, like names you would know like Hayden and Bach and like Mozart, or not Bach, Mozart he he had taken their styles and started building from them and with the hearing loss he had just had to like trend towards that bass and really give that that grounded like firm root of the music way more attention and I do feel like that's where a lot of the the bass and the pulsation of things like r and rap come from and and it's based from is Beethoven so I don't
1: know no it but, makes, like, it's crazy it makes sense what you're saying like 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 I have a few questions right so give like sure. obviously this is Beethoven last night so what I interpret from this as well and I could be completely wrong they this is Beethoven's kind of music where they put the lyrics over is that right or is that completely wrong
0: it is a meld of, there's some Rachmaninoff in there too. With, yeah, guitar Guitars
1: just come out of nowhere. Obviously, I thought it was at a fucking Nirvana concert.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, well, and then there's actual, you know, Rachmaninoff, the composer too. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, and there's some some with the Flight of the Bumblebees. Keep going because um, I don't
1: know what any of that is. So explain that to someone like me.
0: But yes, there, it, there, there are other famous composers um that's his music blended in with rock music that's meant to kind of meld but be unique in the same way it's it, it it's it's a beautiful like mixture and blend of these two styles together and that's why i love this like for anyone who forgot like with the madness of this month this month was albums we love like albums we really enjoyed and I said last week, I've listened to this album 100... I have no notes sitting here. Like, which is really weird feeling. But, like, I know this album so well. I know, you know, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I know Beethoven so well that I don't really need notes for this one. i like, also no notes. You never have notes.
1: <laughs> you know what I feel, it. Jake? Right? This is going to be a compliment. You know what I feel with this album, right? What? So, like, obviously... Like if like I'm I'm just going from like the pianist and just like obviously Beethoven star, like it's so above everything else. It's like putting Ronaldo in a pitch with kids where he's dragging them all up, but you can tell like if like you could literally just have the piano over here and it's an absolute classic. Like he doesn't like yeah. he's trying to make everything else, but like, oh no, listen, this is good as well, but like he's overshadowing so much, it's not even funny. Like, every time I listen to every, like, lyrics in this album are fucking shit when you just hear the piano. Like, I th- I'm like, right, shut that board up and let me get back to, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's so, ta- like, it's just so much talent with just what, obviously, what is his, like, what he's good at. Like, it's just crazy. Like, he's overshadowing everything. And he's not yeah. trying to, he wants, he's trying to, like, give, like, what you were saying, like, guitars, he's trying to, like, music, like, he's trying to, like, voice. But it's, he's so good that you, like, I'm not even listening to that stuff.
0: Nope, you listen to the piano.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'm not, I don't even like that music. And like, like, all I can hear is like, oh, I did not even know what talent is, but I can tell you that man's good on the piano.
0: <laughs> I would hope that Beethoven's good on the piano. Yeah, like, oh,
1: no, but like, even like listening, like for someone new, like it's crazy. Like,
0: and that's it's in, Like, nothing. lyrically, like,
1: it's good, like, but like, it's just, like, he's just so overshadowed on them.
0: It's mad. And, and, the, and the wild part is, is while... Beethoven is an amazing performer, amazing composer. His music will live on in the annals of history forever, and it always should, and he always should get the recognition. That's not even close to the most impressive piano performing or anything that I've heard. Like, I could could play some stuff for you that you would be like, how do they move their hands like that? I could play stuff for you that me as a collegiate pianist still wonders, how they move their hands like that. Like, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like, there are some crazy ones out there, man. There are, like, like we've talked before, like, the Twista rapper who is yeah. so ungodly fast. You're like, how does his mouth go? It's, uh, yeah, there's pianists like that, and it's crazy. But, like,
1: but. you would never have, the like, the Twista that can rap really fast to be the best rapper, where he seems like... Far and away, like obviously, again, we were talking me, Jake, and Greg, like about, like I don't know a lot about instruments, but like I've only, like to me, he is obviously hands down the best pianist ever. Like I don't know if you know someone that's better, like but you, oh yeah, yeah, sure, genre music, like
0: he, it it depends on how you rank them because there are, there are so many different styles of pianists and. and nowadays, modern people look at Beethoven more as a composer even than a pianist. Like, back here, at,
1: hold on, you're, like, explain that to me. What's the difference between a pianist and a composer?
0: A pianist plays the music on the piano. A composer writes the music. You can be both of them, but a composer is the creator of the music.
1: A composer in my mind is the what he's obviously going to overshadow a penis. I, like, if you write your own shit, you're in, incredible to me already. Like, so.
0: That's Beethoven. He did yeah, both. Yeah, like
1: that, that's me, yeah. Like, so Beethoven, like, <laughs> I look back, like, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. But, like, I'm like, that's what I'm like. If he writes his own music and can play it, yeah, well, then he's, he's top tier. He's top five. Has to be, like, top three.
0: And then he did it while he was deaf at the end of his life. Crazy. Like, yeah, no. I mean, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen. I've brought Piggy into the cultured world of music. We've got him to admit he likes something that's not rap.
1: No, no, it's not that I I, I, like, again, I don't, like, it's not that I like this, it's just when you say that to me, like, I can recognize talent, and you're telling me a deaf man can write and compose his own music that I can literally be like, right, yeah, the, the lyrics, like, you could put, like, Really good lyrics over this, and I'd be like, Yeah, but the piano's so good, you know, that kind of way. Like, you could not put lyrics right. over this that I would not be able to hear the piano from, and that to me right. is incredible. Like,
0: so what you're selling me is game recognized game,
1: yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm telling you. Like, I mean, it's magic. We were there, uh, I was um with Greg's brother Blob, and we were listening to King Vaughn, but they have this thing called like a melody where it's just someone playing the piano over King Vaughn's lyrics. And, like, Greg was it uh, was in the background, and Greg was like, oh, that's really good. And, like, as I listened to this, like, even that man playing the piano, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> it's like, have you heard of A Like, I can't play any instruments, but, like, he's, like, levels. And like, put Ronaldo with me on a football field, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, he's not bad, but, like, he's just, like, that's just a different level. Like, there's level, like he's about 10 levels above everyone I've ever heard of playing any instruments clearly because it's fucking be- like like i know obviously knew beethoven but i just never
0: <laughs> never grasped, no- yeah like, i just
1: never like sat down to be like right let me hear what this is like
0: yeah. now you understand my love of the piano because of the noises like that that they can make like,
1: like you I can l- do you-
0: so many things with a piano I mean,
1: why is blonde like, like the amount of times i would be like right give me a piano and give like my ideal music now is give me a piano give me a uh, like a Celine Dion singing over the piano. I'm like, that's it. That's what I love now. F- fuck rap. I don't even like rap anymore. I just want to hear so- Beethoven and like the best singer we have, Adele, Celine Dion, like sing to me. <laughs>
0: over. Beethoven, I like how Steve. you're like the best, the best singer we have. Adele. I don't know. Celine Dion. Yeah. Give me someone. Like, someone call Canada. They got Bieber around.
1: Yeah. Like this <sighs> different. Like that just shows me like what I've learned from today's album is or this week's album. It's just like levels of talent where like, if you showed me like a guitarist that were like, you think Queen's good, boom, there it is. And you're like, what the fuck? Like That's blowing me away.
0: Yeah, so I think a good way to do it, if you want to consider it in like tears, is we've talked about people in the past, like Tupac and Dre, Rory Gallagher, people we've like Wanda Jackson, people we've done albums for, uh, and we've referred to them as legends. They're legendary. They're, you know, icons in their field. There is a tier above that where the yeah. the people almost become mythical, and and a lot of the old, old people that none of us were ever alive to see are, are at that level, but there's a lot of reasons for that, too. We've had so much time to study their music and, like, learn to appreciate the hardships that they had to go through, and music has evolved in such a way where you kind of have to... It's like I said when we listened to the um, NWA album, like, you don't have to love the music that they put out, but you do have to love and appreciate the foundation they gave to music, to that style of music. And then when you look at some of these old composers, it's like you said earlier, you see how rap kind of stemmed from the low ends of Beethoven's songs. Like you kind of got to recognize and respect where the music came from, because this is where all your music comes from. Like, all these old composers from the seventeen and eighteen hundreds
1: Yeah, you about Jacob like before you go on give me like obviously when like give me more of a Beethoven background when he was born like like when his music kind of genre happened, and then like who tried to take over that obviously when he died i mean if you no like, one
0: no one really took over when he, he was born in the late seventeen hundreds and died in the early eighteen hundreds. Or, yeah, yeah, something like that. He wasn't very old. I think he wasn't even sixty. Uh, he, how do I explain this? Like he was born in uh, a small town in Germany. I think. Um, I believe. I'm trying to pull all these facts real quick for me.
1: Yeah, no, uh, like obviously we'll tell you if he's in Germany. Well, if you say Germany yeah. and he's German, I'm not gonna say. Well,
0: he was born in this town. Like,
1: yeah, he was born in Germany, Bavaria, Germany.
0: not Germany. Jake, God damn it! Uh, no, he. Uh, this big family, few lived because that's how it was back then, and
1: uh, obviously no one was a musician back then because there wasn't really such things. And, like he was first of his breed, was he in family? No,
0: he was far from the first of his breed. Okay, of, tell me about that. Well, okay, so here's here's a really fun fact. I'll tie it back into the album for you to make it like make a little sense. Is the song Vienna number eight on the album? Judging mm. from your beautiful background, thank you. Is entirely about him going to Vienna and meeting Mozart who was not i maybe I don't know 15-20 years older than him and... They were in the same time or is this fantasy? No in real life they were not that happened Whoa, like... Fuck me! Some of these events actually happen in real life they're just blended into the fiction.
1: That's like Jake my mind's blown. like oh, I genuinely didn't know them too where it like that's like Tupac and Biggie having the little rap battle. I was like, oh my god, they were actually competing against each other? That's crazy.
0: No, they were peers. Beethoven learned from him.
1: And he's done a great job.
0: And then once he like learned how to basically take the style of music that Mozart and people like Hayden played, he made it into his own.
1: I, w- I don't know that other person you just mentioned, Hayden. I don't know. Don't know how Basil
0: Hayden, the whiskey maker?
1: Oh, Jay, come on, look, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, never heard of him. Never heard of him in my life.
0: Oh, Joseph Hayden. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know why you would. Let's put it that way. He's not yeah. one of those people where I can throw a song at you and I'm just gonna like, oh, that's yeah, that's what Piggy knows.
1: Do you know what's crazy but, though? Like, um, no. like, no, like Jake. That was a good little Dioki game in there. So obviously, I yeah, know that Beethoven just done his. Sympathies so or whatever you call them, just on the music. How have not many people tried to sample these? Or is royalties so hard to get?
0: No, I I would imagine people have sampled them, and you just had no idea.
1: No, I want my culture. I want the rap culture to sample them. I don't want fucking Gregs leading guitars. Hang on, like,
0: let me let me Google Beethoven. bay Be- I'm sorry, Beethoven. Yeah, I'll keep
1: talking, uh, Beethoven. Yeah. I found another thing. I'll, I'll chat away, Jake, when I'm doing this. I found another yeah. thing. Um, We were talk- we were discussing Daft Punk and ever uh, last week, obviously, with The Breakup, and they have a song that obviously Kanye West sampled. But then I was like, yeah, Kanye West sampled it. It was just so clear that he sampled it. But then I realized Daft Punk sampled it on someone else. But the way they sampled it, it was like, they took that, nah, nah. and then there was another five seconds of a, a song. Just skipped it. The, the five seconds of a song skipped it. Stronger, and then you just like they took it so, like, it's like almost robbing someone. Like, yeah, well, I robbed the old woman that was rich at 20 quid, then I went back to the board, mm-hmm. she had 50 on her. I only took 10. Like, they do, like, the way they took the song, it was like you wouldn't even know. They basically made a new song just taking those three little, da-da, da-da, da-da. huh? It will, nice. I'll find you a video, Jake, but it's it when you look at it, like, I can't remember what the song is, but the whole song is like, um. A full song, and they just and Kanye West. Oh no, sorry, not Kanye West. That punch just went and it played for about another five seconds, easy. And they were like, That that one there, boom, boom. And they were like, Let me take that. And then again, and I was just like, That like, even to me, robbing someone this talent. I was like, That's incredible. It's crazy. They just like took a whole song from three little do it, do do stronger. You want me to? Do you want me to keep all me? And no, Jake, you you're know, fine. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> Just... I'm
0: not digging too deep. I'm gonna give you the few the few examples I found of what, what songs. Fur Elise was sampled with by Nas in 2002 by Tech9 in 01. What song?
1: Well, give me. I need song names. I'm not really good at.
0: Uh, Here I come by Tech9. I can by Nas. Oh,
1: I know. I can't be what I wanna be. Yeah, I know that. Here mm-hmm. I come. I don't really know that one by Tech9. I know it, the song, but I can't picture
0: the beat me my Back on my BS intro by Busta Rhymes was yeah uh, had a sample in it. Um, Let's see what else I find.
1: Uh,
0: Oh, less mellow by Ruthless Rap Assassins. Uh, Rust Junks.
1: That beef that you said from Buster Rhymes is a really distinct B, So once you mention like, I know that beat, but obviously, if you hadn't given me Beethoven, I wouldn't know who it is.
0: My Rules by Trinidad James.
1: Uh, Feldo said, and uh, he said a few things, but the last thing he said, "This is not a, uh, a complaint." But I love how off-topic we've gone for the last twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we tend to we tend to ramble. Sorry to our podcast listeners, but uh, that's yeah, music that's,
1: to me, though. Like music, music. Like if you can get good, com- like this isn't a forced conversation between me and Jake. If you can get a good conversation out of music, that's half the ball. Like I'm interested. Like I'm like Jake, tell me something like that or where I'm interested. And if I let Jake hear a rapper and he says, "Oh, he's good," has he ever like rap anyone big? And you're like, "Oh yeah, Eminem." Trying like that's that to me is like very interesting. Like I'm interested to find out like what's happening. Like
0: yeah, um, but you know. Wait, we're, uh, so yeah, it, Beethoven has been sampled on, an extra- and that's just I didn't even look at any of the other sample samples like listed. I just did a real quick scroll on the first page of a random website I found, and that's that's a lot of samples. He's all over. But again, like I said, you might not realize that because you aren't that privy to the Beethoven. Like you don't listen to a lot no, of just his no, piano, no, no, no,
1: no. so. It sounds like we made for like more like pop music, R&B music with the piano, like that has piano more featured in music where I'm it probably, I've heard it, I'm like, oh, isn't that Rihanna song? Incredible. I'm like, and you'd be like, yeah, that's Beethoven. I'm like, sorry, it just sampled. I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's different kind of genre. It's different kind of style, Where right? Obviously it would just go over my head.
0: Yeah. The... Uh... The Trans Siberian Orchestra, though, to touch on touch on the yeah, group tell about Yeah, sorry, tell <laughs> about. no, no, it's cool. Let's let's swing over to them real quick here, so we can you know let our listeners know a little bit, little bit about them. Um, they are there's this giant group. I mean, they are massive: strings, guitars, singers, percussion, everything you could imagine, and they put on these crazy shows. Um, they're like hour-long musicals kind of so they're real quick there's no intermission it's like and and it's this music with obviously scenes between them um usually they do music for Christmas like I mentioned you're gonna recognize it now if you've listened to this album I'm guessing you're gonna like their Christmas music a lot too piggy um Founder Paul O'Neill died recently. I think, God, God, 2017's not recent anymore. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And they don't really have any people. How do I say this without being rude, I guess. They don't have any, like, big name people that the common person off the street's going to be like, oh, Blass Elias. I love that drummer. Yeah. Like, so they're just this group of like amazing musicians that kind of go out and perform these giant, almost pink Floydian style shows. I I bet you Greg loved this album. Like, and I bet you Greg would love going to one of these shows. This is that kind of music where it's lasers and lights and heavy metal and lots of smoke machines and like, Everything's really pumped up. Like I went to the show. I went to the Beethoven's last night show when I was uh, eighteen. And, never. and uh, yeah, and it was amazing. Like it was, it was fucking awesome. But yeah. So if you get a chance, check out the other Trans Siberian Orchestra albums uh, outside of Christmas. I guess. <laughs> okay, I will. Just... Let
1: me get one more question Jake before then. Then we'll go because I genuinely like this. Is like. Fascinating to me, like just yeah. I just don't obviously know anything about this music. So the tra- uh, the trans well, how do you pronounce that Trins? trans? Trans Trans
0: Siberian Orchestra. Trans Siberian
1: Orchestra, right? So th- how did they get their hands on doing the right I know it's like Beethoven's last rights, but they had to like sa- they sample uh, their songs. Like how did they get their hands on that and how did that come apart?
0: I don't think there's royalties involved after a certain amount of time. I think it becomes free use. It I know becomes... what's
1: crazy. Like, if there was royalties to come, they're all coming to Beethoven. These cunts are... No, no I was going to say cunts. Sorry. They're not the talent. The orchestra is not the talent. Beethoven is still the talent. Oh, years Beethoven. Later, he is still the talent.
0: Yeah. Always will be.
1: So I think it's more like, in my mind, again, I was thinking, right, yeah, you can let these in, a good orchestra. That You want an orchestra to have a back end that don't need to milk Beethoven's rye, like, do him justice. I think they did that. Like, 50% they did that. But like, just hearing the pianos, I was like, you could have stopped there. You you had me there.
0: Yeah. Feldo says, it is public domain. He just looked it up. Thank you, Feldo.
1: Yeah, Feldo, that's insane, but quick on the keyboard like that's mad like so do you know it sounds stupid my, imagine me and Felder we're gonna do a rap song or a Beethoven's beats. <laughs> we're just gonna hit it
0: you know what I mean yeah it, that'd be uh, i pay I'd pay to hear that how much
1: no Joe do you know what I think the problem is that he's so telling the people like right I can't even get on his beats and without his his p- pianist's his piano but like right overshadowed me that's just gonna end my career
0: yeah yeah it would he, uh, well, I mean, you can get a piano, uh, a modern pianist, and like have them sample the beats and play them themselves. That pianist that you're hearing playing in here is not Beethoven. Like, it, it's Beethoven's music, but it's not Beethoven playing that music. You know?
1: But that's what goes back to me, Jake. I, like, I know that, but like, if you rap the lyrics out, just ra- like, he's playing the the songs he made. Yeah. 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 So like, oh, like right, I'm. I'm Tupac right yeah and I've made 300 songs then you come along 40 years later and you rap my 300 songs like yeah you got 10% credit for being able to rap them songs but these are all still my songs you you make your own song come back that's better than my song rap it you get that like for me like that's what I'm doing with Beethoven like yeah like Beethoven's like these are like if you compose these like and then if you don't come back with a better song that you composed, or you want to rip this off and do some lyrics over it, like, it's still all Beethoven.
0: Yeah, beat. it's still... It doesn't matter how much you want to sample it, it's still his. Yeah. Unless like you he's... do a
1: really good sample, like, the... I I'll, I'll wait, Jay, okay, take me to the next topic, because obviously we have a few things that I will chat about, but, like, I can give you examples of how, how things are changed, but still... All I'm going to say, the last thing I'll say is if I was to rob a Beethoven song again, I'm not rapping shit, but like I would kind of have it that all 90% of it is like I big be up Beethoven and have everyone, anyone else like that, them lyrics weren't bad. I'm like, thank you. Because I would literally be like, right, Beethoven is, is, is a star and he's carrying me. And no, I don't see anyone doing that for him.
0: He is the star though. Huh? But I mean, you.
1: You can't, I, I think putting his name on your album is kind of giving him, you giving him credit, right? Yeah. I mean. No, I got Was that, you... like, yeah. But then, like, no, I definitely got that one, I seen Beethoven's, like, then I'm more kind of, I think they could have done more with, The like, not even the lyrics, because I know the lyrics have to kind of kind of have that old style I don't know maybe like the lyric the voice is like your man's voice was very annoying after a while maybe because you're just in the songs too long
0: wait, wait which guy the guy who played Beethoven or the guy who played Mephistopheles?
1: Uh, Beethoven.
0: Okay so he is a I think a Broadway musician and yeah I, I, care, I didn't care for him as much as I enjoyed the other voices He's not
1: the best voice on the album, that's for sure. Oh, James, says it. it's just coming back to me. The saying <laughs> I was thinking of with this is definitely too many cooks spoil the broth. It was just too oh, much yeah. going on in here. I'm like, all right, like, scrap that board. Like, there's, I can get you a better singer than her. That's cheaper. That bloke has a monotone voice. Get rid of him. Not feeling him yet. Beethoven's cool. The yeah, the Beethoven's
0: cool. We'll keep <laughs> that guy.
1: Yeah, I need some for myself, but you know what I mean? Like uh, Beethoven and the musicians I thought were really good, but like like it meant, like I can't explain it to you, but like I want someone like that has like their heart in their music. Or like if I could have someone you need blob for this, this is where Blob comes in. You, he could name women that you would like would do so well as that woman role. You we like they just weren't there. Them two were the weakest by far. When they started singing oh. I'm like, Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: So, do you know, you want to know who that woman is?
1: Yeah, no, give it to me, yeah.
0: She's the former lead singer of Meatloaf's band.
1: Okay, that means nothing to me. I know who Meatloaf is.
0: Yeah, no, he had a band. Like, he always had, like, female singers and stuff. That's his former lead singer.
1: The singer was better than the man, but, like, she she had three songs or something. She didn't astound me. Like, I wasn't, like, what a singer.
0: Well no. Uh and the guy who plays Mephistopheles is actually considered by the founder of the Trans Siberian Orchestra to be one of the greatest male vocalists ever.
1: Well that's a lie.
0: I mean, depending on how you like mu- what what you like about music. Like he's a great I don't know, he's a great rock singer, sure, but is he a great classical singer? No, or is he a great I don't know.
1: He's too monotone. Like um, when you, when I said that Jake, like, you were gonna think, "Oh no, he wants fucking Eminem in here." I don't. No. I just, I just want like he was too monotone, and every song with his voice sounded like if this is like an acting album, I want someone that can kind of not manipulate their voice, but manipulate it in a little way that every song doesn't sound the exact same. And that poor no, boy only had two or three songs.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, there's. I can't argue with that. I want them to have a unique sound. Mm. And, and that's and like you said, that's one of the things you like about this album is that it switches up the sound so much. Oh, yeah, I
1: love that. I love that. Yeah,
0: and if something makes it sound monotone, then like it should be improved upon, I guess.
1: And it sounds like a, another positive for that, but it sounds like the greatest hits because there's not one song that came in there that I thought, oh, well, that sounds like the same song either because every song is like, what the fuck is going on here? Like it makes you listen because the like the lyrics mean a lot but I just don't think they like, I don't think they were like picked a lot. I don't think like, I think they could have had better lyricists that made that like, but like I knew everything meant, like everything was coming into each other. So I wanted to hear everything that has to be said and I was like, right, don't really like his voice. That prick's still singing. No, not that prick, you know what I mean? Like he's still singing. I want someone new. Like I want to try something different with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, Feldo says, where does he rank in your top 50 of rap, though? And, and also, Jake sounds like he's in the toilet. Yes, that will be remedied in about two and a half minutes here. Uh, you can't see me on the camera right now, but I had to walk myself back into my actual office. He actually uh, has so
1: crowns as he is, his lad, so he needs a bit of time in there. there I will take care from him. Uh, where do I see this? Where do you think you rank this rap? And to, rap top 50, Feldo. So that's crazy to me. Like... Like I could I like, I genuinely felt it right, and this is again this is a compliment to Beethoven you give me beethoven Beethoven's uh, pianist, and I can get you a top fuck me ten rapper now with just his work and I could pick rappers and be like little dork would suit that little wayne could do a hook on that so and so could do a hook on that you could like without even being fucking what's the word I'm thinking of without even being like. Rap heavy, like you don't need Eminem, you don't need Tupac. I could give you five really good rappers, above average, above average rappers that because of the beats on that, that you could make that something serious, like but it's not a rap album, which is crazy. Like,
0: so, so what you're saying is you could. You could compose an album using Beethoven's beats, not you
1: personally, obviously. Yeah, of course. She Jerry was like, "No, I can't do that." Yeah, but if you had someone talented enough, Jake, and you put those beats on it, I think you could get a rap album that's a like is. If you go now, it's harder. Take me back to Tupac, Eminem, Biggie, Method Man, Redman, Wu Tang Clan, all them talented artists, and you showed that one of them, one of them would have took it on, and you would have had. An album that would not have been touched for fucking years, is my
0: opinion. Does that make no, sense to you? No, yeah, it does. It totally does. Um so, all in all, how would you say you actually felt about this? This album as a whole.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm gonna give you a really bad rating on it as a whole. But i like you've done really well to me. Like, this is Jake uh, Brock Schmitt, blah, blah, blah. break Jake Rothschmidt. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he uh like your little stories I just told in between the album, like that really helped. Like and it didn't take to me it didn't take much out of the podcast, but I like, oh, I learned a lot. I ain't gonna get this Oh fucking how okay. many songs is it twenty one? Twenty two. Twenty one, yeah, twenty two? Many? 22, 22 yeah. I'm going to give this a seven, Jake, because seven phrase is 21, and I think ju- that's enough just of the pianist alone. is it t- At least seven At least seven of the songs have to be, be there. Are, are you giving it a
0: seven based on the album or based on Beethoven?
1: Oh, it was based on Beethoven. It would genuinely be like a nine in. Out of t- oh
0: no jeez I'm-, oh, I'm
1: thinking about 20 what do we do out of 10 10 buddy so 17 I would give it I'm giving it a 7 now with like just music alone okay and when I say just music I just mean the pianist because everything else I didn't have, care for and I could easily bump like if I could have this if I get like, and I know it's not gonna sell, but if I could get this music and I like, put a few rappers that I think would do well over those beats, that to me would be a fantastic rap album. That, that's never gonna happen, so I'm gonna I'll give it a six. Like, just as an overall album, but if you could just give me those tunes and I could pick a few rappers to rap, I give it a seven and a half A, just to see what they came up with.
0: And uh, I should sound better now, Phil, though. And that is. Way better than I would have assumed you were gonna rank this album, so um i uh <laughs> i'm kind of I'm kind of stunned because like, I was thinking I was gonna have to like convince you to uh raise your ranking, but I think a seven from you is actually quite unexpected um that's a oh, seven th-
1: now without I actually like. Without changing anything, if you were to say the overall album to me is a seven, which to me, Jake, I'm not like, this isn't a good album. But just the penis is like, listen, you can't listen to this album and not give it at least above average rating. Just from, yeah. the, just from the, mu- the musician alone.
0: Yeah. Um, so also, he's saying pianist, people. He's not saying just the penis. Um,
1: a love so- penis too, though. We all do. A
0: good pianist. Yeah. Um, so Feldo said, this was my first time listening to it. I've not been so emotional listening to music in at least a decade, but it's not something I can always listen to. It's a very heavy listen. My rating, an 8 out of 10. So I think one of the reasons I enjoyed this album so much is because of how heavy it was and when I got it in my life and found it and was listening to it Um even all these years later it's still like it's such a good album to me now that being said I'm so it's still not gonna hit that 10 like it's not gonna be I'll say that right now before people think I'm building up to like give it a 10 out of 10 and it's gonna be that elusive first 10 I give it's not um it, it is a masterpiece it's a work of art if I had chosen the 2013 version with the lyrics or the the scenes built in between the songs, I think Piggy might've gave it an eight. and I probably would've gave it a nine and a half. Um, but this is still such an emotionally powerful piece of music played by such talented musicians that I have such a hard time giving it anything less than, than an eight and a half. Um, but that being said, when you factor in the history and the building blocks of music that Beethoven gave, that bumps us up because you have to give Beethoven the absolute respect that he reserve, deserves. And, and you realize that through talking about it and listening to this is like, you can't deny the, the greatness that came from him. Um so for that reason I'm gonna give it a nine and uh it's gonna stay there tonight.
1: Yeah, and I exceptional 9 and what you were saying earlier, like that I can't picture the album like like when I like when I listen to the album like I can clearly see where so many artists got their like little kind of style from. For me the only thing that's taking me this down and this is like you're going to be like, okay, you love opera now. (laughs) Like, lyrically. This is an
0: opera. This is a rock opera.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, like, so take all those guitars out because to me, they're just generic. No one's played a guitar to me that I'm like, right, that's a great guitar. You know what I mean? Lyrically, I don't think, lyrically, they weren't bad. I don't think they were good enough to me to even be close to lyrics to me. And then all you have left is uh, how how it was composed and just the pianist for me. And I'm like, right, Like, that's what I'm raining on. And I'm like, I don't really like this music. I'm like, right, well, I'll give it a, like,
0: fantastic. You know, I was really worried you were going to hate this album. And I said this last week, this was either going to be a hit or a miss. I had kind of uh, dwelled on whether to actually pick this album, because I have other albums that I love. I still have my number one album, which I've not thrown out there yet. I'm just kind of saving for the right month. Um but I'm glad you liked it. Like I really am. Like and I, I am kind of shocked. Uh, I, you came into the, you came into this week and shocked me. Let's yeah. just say that. Like, but I'm glad you did. It's it's in like, a good way. It's let me come
1: back in here, Jake. It's not like it's it's strange because like I'm glad I liked it, but like it's not like I really. You know what it's like for me, right? <laughs> I always go back to football. Like I sports Man United. It's like Liverpool winning the league with a world class team. Like I don't like it, but I'm like, but I can clearly see he had Beethoven in midfield. Like, I can clearly see why it happened. Like, with such... Like... Such good performers. Like, and, like, he's writing his own music. The motherfucker's deaf. He's playing it, like, and he... Like, he knows what he's... Like, without Beethoven, is like, me without Tupac. And, like, to me, that's what makes albums. Like, I can clearly see why this is, like, your role model. Like, to me, to like, yeah. being a penis. Unless it is it or is it not?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's an icon. I mean, he's a mythological being, basically. He is that, uh, legendary Pokemon for our nerdier listeners. Uh, he's not my piano role model.
1: You can't have many. You don't have more you, than the top five. You, do you? you do,
0: well, that's a whole different discussion for a whole okay. different time. Okay. When I, I have a piano album, that's no lyrics, just one guy, just pianos. And when we do that album one day, um, we'll have that discussion, but he, he is obviously very well respected, even in my eyes. Like, and he's still—he's undeniably one of the greats. Like, and he always will be. So, yeah, he is in my top five, but he's not—he's not my number one. Um, that's probably not lot, yeah. No, that's, not that's probably how a lot of pianists feel. To be honest with you, um, but yeah, it's hard to explain. It's like people. it it, it feels like the cop-out. Like, if I ask a rap fan or aspiring rap artist to his number one is his icon, more often than not, he's not going to fall back to the actual icons that we know and that built the rap game. Because it's going to seem too on the nose, too obvious. But yeah, like you said, I won't spoil anything. That's for another time. Yes, Phil, though, that is for the nerdier listeners, you and my friend Ice here, who listens to uh,
1: What did it weird to me, Jake? What did you
0: say? Oh, I made the Pokemon reference. Oh the right. Po- Pokemon, Pokemon? Get, I don't care. Just catch some catch some animals. Catch them, fucking all. Let me do tell they, you they, hey, go, go on. Go ahead. No good.
1: Oh no, I was gonna say what you said earlier, like um like a lot of new people now. And like I'm definitely like, you were talking about new people, Jake, when you this album was out in the what, the seventeen hundreds?
0: Sixteen hundred. Wait, what album?
1: Beethoven. What we are not Beethoven's last night, obviously, but just Beethoven in general. When was he listened to? Like, when was he? When did he die? Eighteen twenty-seven.
0: 1827.
1: 1827. So you think of that, and that's like what? Well, they're listening to this. This album's from 1000. You said it should have been from two thousand and well, thirteen. It, it was written in
0: nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, and then recorded in ninety nine and it came out in two thousand. There's a re release in two thousand thirteen that has the acting scenes between the songs.
1: So all I can say to that is right on Jake I'm gonna school him again in his head and mat. So to me right Tupac is up there in the top three best rappers ever. So he died in ninety six, how long am I gonna have to wait till people appreciate the work, appreciate the beat, appreciate everything. When am I getting my Tupac song from someone else? Two thousand and when?
0: <laughs> Maybe never. Who knows? It's gonna be a long time, my friend. Musicians usually are underappreciated until long after um, yes, yeah. and the ones that are appreciated now are usually forgotten later because. Are you
1: discuss? I know. Are you discussing it this, Jake? As well, let me just throw a few questions at you. Where, hmm. where the pianist in it? Like, do you think that was a complete uh, like? What let you down? Basically, question like, what did you not be like? Right, that wasn't good enough. On, on were, Beethoven's level,
0: yeah, no, and um, there were there were some songs that weren't adequate or didn't fit. Uh, you know, the one that was, and I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but the one that played the flight of the Bumblebees, I understand why it's there. I understand the point of it to make an emotionally charged moment even more emotionally charged, but at the same time, there, it didn't there's so many other songs they could have chose. like, and, and there were some lyrical choices, you know, especially near the end. Listen, even listening to this again today, I realized, like, in those last, like, seven songs, it kind of starts to die off. Now, that being said, this is a song about a man's last night, and the night is coming to an end, and it's getting more somber, and more sad, and more heavy. But... As a listener, sometimes it's hard to deal with when you're brought up so fucking high, you know? And then just slammed back down. And most people are only used to dealing with that in, like, movies.
1: Hold on, sorry, explain yourself. Got brought up so high is, like, your life is good?
0: No, like, with emotionally charged, like, fast-paced music, like the hard rock music that was, like, lifting you up through... This album until like the halfway point, or a little after, and then all of a sudden the whole mood of the music kind of shifts, and like it becomes a little darker, a little heavier, a little more somber, and like a little slower. Um, and it's it's an it, it also is when Elise comes in or Teresa comes in and the woman starts singing, they use her as more of like a, I don't know a Bellwether to signal the end, use user yeah. sparingly,
1: definitely, and like you kind of use it like for bad news. But I, maybe, as good, like I'm you know, so used to like rapping, like, all I can compare this to was rap albums that I listened to. Like they changed the flow up a bit. Where I felt like I don't know who fucking sang this song, his voice was so tonic. And like, I was so like, you like every time he come I was like, oh man, I do, do something to impress me, never did. He was just like nine to five work and I was like, uh one of the say this it was just it was doing nothing for me.
0: Yeah.
1: But then I don't think like you could have the best fucking singer in there, but like with the music from Beethoven, like it's like how can you compete with that? That's that's all I was thinking about. I was like the music is just that is the sell, like.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I get that, yeah. Yeah, it's uh I don't remember the Last time we talked about this, we actually had this discussion about another album. Oh, it was Wanda Jackson's album of covers. Um, No, that wasn't it. There was something else we were listening to where somebody was a guest. and We had this discussion where one person can really lift an entire thing up. But it's not always a good thing because then that becomes the focal point and it doesn't become a complete piece of music. It becomes a focused piece of music on that one person. This blend, this does blend very well though. Um, But yeah, you're right though. How are you ever gonna compete with Beethoven? How are you gonna ever compete with that piano work, that, that beautiful symphonic resonance that he puts out through those strings and those keys? Like, hey, and a fun fact, if you didn't know, the piano is not considered a string instrument. It's considered a percussion instrument. What's
1: the difference between the two?
0: Uh, percussion instruments are typically thought of, of things like drums, you know. But the piano, you push down a, a, the key and it actually creates a reaction that smacks a hammer against strings. I knew that,
1: yeah. The string is attached like, and one hits it.
0: So it's percussive motion. So it's called a percussion instrument. So there's your fun piano effect for the week, folks. Oh god! All right, we better get to the next. Album. Yeah, give me
1: last. Yeah, right. I'm gonna give you a last little thing on this, Jake. Right, yeah, honestly, yeah. Give coming me your
0: final
1: in, thoughts. coming in for the first, I'll say four songs. I was like, every time, like the 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 pianist is coming in. I'll just call him Beethoven. I don't know who fucking if he mix or whatever. Beethoven would come in. I'm like, it was so powerful. But then, like. He was clearly deaf in my mind on this because he kept like smacking the keys. I'm like, oh man, go! I love when he played soft. And he'd be like, da da da, and go so hard. And I was like, right, this is madness. Then when uh, the lyricist came in, I was like, right, you're out of your element here, Fuck, like. And I don't even, I don't even mean el- out in your element in a bad way. I mean, I could like, I could point you towards 20 people that rap for a living that could probably do a better lyric than you. I don't think they were in, like, they weren't ready for it. Like I say that, right, so that was really weird. So the first half of the album, I was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, right, the penis is really good. And I was like, I'm waiting for more. Because you kept saying to me, like, keep an eye on the lyrics. I was like, I'm waiting for more of the lyrics to come into it. Then I'd say, maybe number song, The Dreams of Candle, I like, came in. Then they started telling me a story. But when they were telling me a story, I felt like it was in like, it was going over my head. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Like, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but it was kind of like that backwards fashion. I was like, what The fuck's he on about? Like, so I thought, obviously, I said to you earlier, I thought they were all gone insane, yeah. But like, just looking back, and then again, where the, the, the end of the album, like from 50 and onwards, that's when I was like, Right, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, just listen, like, that's when he, he came into his own, and it's almost, I think, we had the uh, let me go back right. So, from one to five, we had our best, um, singers in there, and they weren't good enough. Then from like seven to like fifteen, the musicians came in, and I was like, "Right." I was like, "Okay, they're good, good, good." From then like fifteen to twenty one, I was like, "It tried to let everyone shine, but he just shone so bright, it wasn't even funny." Yep, that's what I took for. I just took like he's not like it was the. Could you imagine? This is what I picture. Can you imagine this, Jake? Where you were like, "Right." You play, you're on my team, like you're in my, let's say you're my record label, yeah? Me and your record labels, we all play piano and I'm like, right, I'm going to play a few songs and you come in and then you you finish it. But in your mind, you're like, there's not a fucking way in the world I can finish that because he's levels and levels above you. That's why I got the whole album. He is just stupidly more talented than anyone in the whole fucking album.
0: Yeah, yeah, He and he always will be. It's like I told you. There's people who are icons, and there are people who are myths. And this man, he's he's almost on the level of a mythological being, with you know what he's accomplished and what he's given to music and his skill set, like, and the respect he's due for it. Does he get the respect? Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. Yeah. He's fucking Beethoven. Like,
1: even now though, does he get the respect? Like 2021, yeah. does he still get the respect? God?
0: Yeah. Oh god yeah. He's still probably, I would say, I mean, I would, I would say his recitals because he didn't just write the the nine symphonies. He wrote all kinds of stuff. He wrote some beautiful string quartets, and he he didn't play in them because they were string quartet pieces. Like he wrote uh, one or two unreleased symphonic pieces, other than the tenth that never got finished. But he he wrote all kinds of shit like. He's probably I would say the most played musician in the world. Especially for things like collegiate recitals, uh, you know high school piano recitals and mm. shit like that. He is easily the most played. Every kid knows how to play for a release if you know how to play a piano.
1: But you know what's mad as well, like right all I can talk about and I know Feldo's fucking probably talking, this couldn't always talk to about football, right? So Feldo, I used to play football before, I know what to play, like To me, if you were, like, you don't say to someone, like, oh, Jake's, like, as a kid, I want to learn to play football. Well, here's Ronaldo, the best that ever did it. You know, like, you you were saying, like, here it is, like, learn off him, which is good, but, I'm like, you can only, in your fucking dreams, wish you got that good. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, well, Greg can play the fucking piano, not so bad. Like, learn slow, but they're, like...
0: I mean, no, 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 no. Now, hang on a second. You have to understand a lot of the thing is... A lot of Beethoven's talent, raw talent comes from his composition skills. Like, I've played almost every single one of his piano pieces. Like, they're not, for a, for a higher-end skilled pianist, like, you can play Beethoven's works. Like As good as he's playing them. Yeah, why not? That's the whole point. They're written to be played the exact same way. You're supposed to duplicate it, the passion in everything like there's there have you ever seen piano sheet music like there yeah are I know some,
1: how it looks it's like a book and I know how it looks and you have but to there's like so those. many
0: indicators other than the notes on how to put inflection into your plane how to make it louder softer when to do it what to do it how to stretch how to bring things together shit, how to just merge one note into another one from a dozen different methods like the mute, you know, the okay, shoot. no, I
1: take it back, Jake. I take it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Right, I 100 take it back. So you were saying he made these, yeah? He made these and played these,
0: though. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, it's and,
1: like him saying to you, a 40 year old man, "Here's a spoon, and I'm spoon feeding you." Even because he's he's yeah. done the hard work. Was like you were saying it's easy to learn, but he's like, "Yeah, you learned. I didn't. I made it." Yeah, you know, no, like, it's that way. So yeah, he's spoon feeding to him. Like, oh yeah, no, it is easy, Jake. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's by no means easy. Like, no layman is just going to play his more advanced pieces. So, like, you might be able to play for a release, but, like, Lord knows you're not playing the eighth. Like, it's fucking damn near just not going to happen. And then we won't even get to other piano like, well, I'm
1: over here playing the tenth. You so, like that? That's a little joke
0: there. Slapping your balls boy. on the keyboard, <laughs> I see. Uh, but anyway, so you, you ready to announce that album for next week?
1: Please, you go first.
0: Oh, you want me to explain what it is? All right, hey, Jordan, so, how did Jordan do you want
1: to do a rain on this? Did you give a rain?
0: Yeah, I did a nine. Phil did an eight and you did a seven. Oh, fair. You just yeah, good,
1: Greg, keep it going. All
0: right, so... So, guys, we're probably not going to have Greg again next week. Um, so, Piggy and I kind of brainstormed on a theme for next week since we've already given you our favorite albums and it's just not fun to just go back and forth without a little restriction, right, Piggy? I mean gotta make this a little interesting
1: yeah because if Um, we didn't pick this album down it would have been a rap album would have been your album would have been a rap album like we went the same
0: way again right so we're doing a dedication week a commemoration week uh what do you want to call it? what do we call it in the the chat We're we're doing we're doing something like that so we're saying farewell
1: uh, so Sorry most... to see you go, week. That's actually a great yeah. idea, Jay, because then I could pick an yeah. album that I've grouped that was split up, and you could obviously do the same.
0: I mean, but this anyway, yeah. We'll we'll bring that. We'll go back around to that in private, but yeah, <laughs> or in the after show. But um, we're going to do a dedication week for one of the most influ- influential music groups of the '90s and 2000s. Uh, recently announced a split after 30 years together. Um we kind of reached out to Greg in our group message and got him to pick the album for us because he knows he knows this group better than Piggy and I. Piggy and I know nothing. Like we are going into this blind. You're going to have an interesting week next week, okay? However, this week's album is Discovery by Daft Punk. So get on it, listen to it, swing by next week, and uh, join us for our live discussion. What were you going to say, Piggy? Oh, it's going to go woo in the background. (laughs) I mean, I have no idea. I've never listened to this album. Like, I've listened to very little Daft Punk. I like this kind of electro, like, throw it in the background, bop my head while I'm doing some music. So, we're going to see if more active listening can kind of bring out a bit more appreciation for me on it.
1: I can tell. I haven't listened to the album, obviously, in a long time, but I can tell this is not my type of music because it's kind of like, repeat one word over and over again. Like, if I, I obviously, I clearly know now, and I said this from day one when we started doing this podcast. I kind of want to learn more about music. Clearly, I know lyrics is my main focus. And then, if you can, what you said, play an instrument, if you can write your own stuff on the instrument, I'm like, that's talent as fucking itself. Like that, they're the two, two things I want. So, yeah. like, if you're making beats, well, whatever, in my opinion, what these, this band does is make beats and just shit one or two words over it. But I need more than that to me to be. Like every, he's still an artist Don't get me wrong Everyone's an artist But for me I just need a bit more Not to make me be like oh, Okay that's top 10 Top 20 or whatever
0: Yeah well We're gonna find out I mean I'm going into this With an open mind Like yeah. I said I don't That's, don't a, really that, they, like, that's a
1: blind going in Like maybe next week I'm yeah. like what a fucking bond Yeah but that's just me going Yeah to be who
0: knows It could happen But there you go guys This week's album is Discovery by Daft Punk Piggy and I will be back next week Um, Piggy, you want me to roll us out? Yeah, you roll us
1: out there, Big Chief.
0: All right, guys. Hey, if you're on our Twitch, or on... if Piggy put us live on YouTube. We might be live on YouTube. If you're on either one of those, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit of an after show tonight and uh, talk to y'all. Thanks for stopping by. If you're a Spotify listener, an Anchor listener, or if you're just Greg trying to edit this and uh, not throw up because Piggy and I are doing such a terrible job, we love you, Greg. But Join us again next week. This week's album that we just listened to is Beethoven's Last Night by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go ahead and give it a listen. And listen for next week to Discovery by Daftone. Piggy and I will be back to discuss it with you. And, uh, hey, if you haven't followed us on our social media, swing on over. If it's out there, we've got it. Uh, It's all under this week's album. Thanks for stopping by, guys. We love you, and we'll talk to you next week. See you in the post-show. Woo!